Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thurwa. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel hustle alone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined online by your girlfriend's favourite wrestler, Lance Vivera. Hello. How you doing? Hi. You How didn't you use your own nickname this week. I, nickname. I told you this on, on Saturday that you had a nickname for the podcast and you haven't used it. And it's the chairman, Chris Lasson. <laughs> the chairman. Oh, shit. The chairman. The oh. ungodly amount of chairs you've carried through Morecambe on your back. I mean, that's why my knees are killing the amount of chairs I carried. The strenuous up and down on the ring. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so for the listeners, found out what it's like to be a, a real wrestler this week. Yeah, for, uh, for the listeners, I was, I don't know, I was timekeeper, stroke runner, stroke bit of ring crew at uh, Odyssey Pro Wrestling at the weekend. So, so yeah, so I. Or as I like to call him, my personal sweat cleaner. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I had to start the match and then run round and get all the entrance attire and take that backstage and then watch the match intently, waiting for to the end and then as soon as everyone's left run up get on the ring rope clean everything get down get on the other side the other side get up clean all the ropes get down oh it's knackered <laughs> oh, it's, not, it's not for four, um, these 16 and a half stone 40 year old men to do <laughs> comes up to me after my match after I've been speared out of my boots I was going to say how are your oh, ribs my knees are a bit so. sore <laughs> oh, my, ribs, my ribs have recovered from yes. that ungodly gore that I took. Yeah, Lance took uh, a hella spear from Rick Marcus on Saturday, so I'm sure we'll discuss that later in the show. So, but, but yeah, as I'm there, sat there trying to get my win back and holding my ribs, Chris goes up to me and goes, oh, my knees are sore. <laughs> yeah, my knees are like, oh, killing. How are they? <laughs> Flying on the floor, gasping for air. <laughs> All right, so obviously there's no Nick this week, but I'm sure we've found a more than adequate mm. replacement. In Brian Adenson, how are you doing this evening, Brian? Uh, good evening. How are we? I'm very well. You? I'm, I'm top of the world. Absolutely top of the world. Yeah, huge. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, so I thought as you're on, we might as well do like a return of Brit Rest special. We just discussed your return. <laughs> like, was, it, was it like six weeks or should we be saying? Come backish. Uh, yeah, go with six weeks. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. about right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, so how are you? How you been surviving lockdown? How did you? How did it go? Um, up and down. I'm not gonna lie. I've had some. Yeah. Uh, I think it's been pretty well documented as well by now. So I don't mind saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had some mental health struggles and things like that. Yes. Um, personal issues and aside, uh, I, I think looking back on it now, I think I've done all right. Um, yeah, it will come out. I'd say a little bit more resilient to things now. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, a bit. I'd say a bit, a bit more resilient, a bit more patient as well. Things don't go quite the way you want it to. It's, it's not. It's not always that bad. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd say overall, uh, I can't really say it's a positive experience. It sucked, and it sucked to absolutely everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I think there's a lot of good that I can take out of it. Um, yeah, and it's it's been tough, like it has for everybody else, but it's been, yeah, just managed to get through the, trying to eat clean-ish. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's always great to have uh, these Just Eat apps and stuff on your phone, then you yeah, realise when you put on about a stone-free lockdown, you're like, oh, maybe I need to curb these kebabs now. Yeah, um, I put between, was it... <laughs> March and July, I think I put on two stone. I hit 18 stone. I was like, I think it's just, yeah, doing no exercise. We were having like bacon butties for breakfast every day, frothy coffees instead of black coffee, and pasties for lunch instead of salads. Afternoon, tea and cake every day. We're like, yeah, it sounds out. like bliss, though. It, it does sound like absolute bliss. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I it was, I it was. new personal heavyweight of 200 pounds. Yeah. Oh, oh mate, I was tickling fifteen stone at one point. It was like I know oh. I'm not exactly uh, I know I'm not exactly gifted in the height department. So fifteen stone on a five foot seven, five foot eight frame yes, don't look all that good to be fair. Yeah, same here. Like, right, so I'm five, five, five foot let's seven. Get these steps so. in. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but by the end of the second lockdown, I'd lost that extra two stones. I'm back to like like pre. Lockdown weight. No, so, that's a good effort, that though. Two stone, jeez, that's. Oh, it was a pain. It was that's a good effort, that. Was once we got back to the office, so I was walking, yeah, walking to and from the office every day, and then I could have my salads for lunch, a black coffee, back on black coffee, <laughs> just, just do what oh, I did pre-lockdown. So. Job. I'm still working from home. All right, okay. Yeah, like they've said, we're not we're not going back to the office pretty much ever. So it's like, well, okay, I'll just. Languish, uh, <laughs> languish wherever I am at the minute. It's, it like, it, it's not been too bad. I've deleted Deliveroo off my phone now. So, <laughs> what I'd do is I'd, I'd treat myself, you know, while I'm like, oh, well, I'm working hard. And yeah. there's been some days where I've had to work like extra hours. So, for example, I start, start my shift at eight o'clock, usually finish at half three, but if we've got like a big project on, mm-hmm. it usually exceeds to like five, six, seven o'clock. So, I could wow. be doing like 11, 12 hours on one day just working on my laptop. There was one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to get up. I know it's going to be a long day. So I'll treat myself to a Mackey's breakfast and then think about <laughs> dinner time at a KFC. And then later on at night, I was like, oh, do you know, I fancy a pizza. And then I just looked at the amount of money I'd spent and wow. went there and I was like, you, you grotesque beast. Like, stop. <laughs> so the next Jesus day, I felt God. sorry for myself and got a salad. Yeah. And then I got a pizza and then after as well. So I was like, well, you have to calm down now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when when Uber Eats cars just started, they used to send like fifty percent off Mackey's like every other day. So we got breakfast quite well, like half price of like four quid to feed us all of us. But man, it got so delivered. Like when it's that so, cheap, yeah. you know, it's like when it's that cheap, you're like, oh, it's only a couple of quid. Yeah, and then you then you throw it on, and the next minute I threw about a stone on. Like, oh, jeez, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any uh, yeah. matches or storylines in 2020 you were particularly looking forward to? What could do juice the global bastard? Uh, name redacted uh, training school. I'd say yeah. me and Lance were probably angling to work our way back together again, which mm-hmm. as much as I hate getting kicked in the spuds by Lance, he's a great <laughs> wrestler and I like working with him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what kick, funny? Like, loved, especially in the spuds. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm not saying that. So I don't mean that. Oh, I'll do it again. Uh, <laughs> Never change. <laughs> in a heartbeat. It's actually that you brought that up because I I've never had the chance to speak about this. Mm-hmm. I, I me, me and Steve with there me Ryan uh-huh. we're definitely angling angling our way back together at that place. Yeah, it was a uh, it was definitely on on our way. We ah. Oh, 
because looking back, we had just started at that last show building to an angle where there was Harry McKenney, Casey Payne, and me all stood in the middle of the ring looking at each other, saying, "Hold on, who's who's next in line?" Yeah, love yeah. And I I was trying to angle our way for a four way there. How mad would that have been? I I think that would have been an absolute banger of a match. Oh, that sounds amazing. It would have been a madness. Oh, key sad boy that I'm not going to get the opportunity to do it now. Um, we would have been made that of every one of those shows. Oh, I would have beaten you that. for your belt. Thing is, though, right? I, I mean, yeah, Harry McKenny was a great worker when he was when he donned the boots. Yourself, as much as I despise you at some times, you know, you're actually, you know, a, a, a very good wrestler. I won't, won't deny that. But KC is absolutely underrated mm-hmm. it's criminal it's like oh it is he's six foot odd he's built like an absolute yeah. tank and he can do moves that some lucha like some lucha guys can't do it's like how well, are you not everywhere i will never forget the day we were all stood in training and he just turns around and goes i want to learn off the nip up and i went fuck off you're not stealing my stuff besides <laughs> I, said, not, I was like you you can't do it like, watch me, I'll do it. I did it. And I was like, whoa. And the next thing I know, I turned around and he's just nicked up behind me. Like, oh, shit. Well, that's me giving up now. <laughs> that was literally what I said. That's it. I'm done. I've got nothing left. I remember he was, uh, I can't think it was, because we were learning how to do, you know, that, that um, like the head spring off the ropes. Um, it's like the, the, the first part of the uh, lethal injection that Jay Lethal does. And I was trying my hardest to figure it out. And I was getting it, but not very mm. clean. KC just first time wipes his shoes on the apron, steps through the ropes, just charges, bing, just nails it first time. I was like, Oh wow. <laughs> how it, like it mm. I don't get how you can do that 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 big though, because he's like and I'm not I'm not saying he's fat or he's no, he's he's <laughs> he's big, he's athletic, he's he's a big muscly dude and it's like, mm-hmm. like you should be able to do some of the stuff that you can do and yet you just like, like you click your fingers, it's, it just looks so easy to him. It's like, how are you not everywhere? Mm, I will never forget that. The the last <laughs> last show that we did in Name Redacted Place, uh, it was me, McKenney, and Sinclair against Foxy, Gloria Moore, and KC Payne. And I will never forget, me, Harry, and Sinclair all got our arms on each other, looking up, and just seeing <laughs> KC Payne just coming off the top rope. Oh, <laughs> Oh shit! And I'm right in the middle of it all. <laughs> and Is that I what you felt like time. when my size 14 ass came flying at you at the top of a metal island. <laughs> Every time you do that, I am up. No matter what happens, right? No matter who doesn't die. Well, it's you. KC Payne, Gino, I am the one who is always in the middle and just catches it all. <laughs> oh, I just, do you remember the first time you did it in that lumberjack match? I remember you just going, boom, right on top of me after oh. I've done that massive dive. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I was getting on the turnbuckle, but I'd never like, as people probably know who've wrestled me, I, I very rarely get on the top. So yeah. it's got to be something like big or stupid for me to, <laughs> to even warrant contemplating doing it so I was like right okay what can I this. do <laughs> oh yeah like, I was full on like I just want to do tech and you throw me over the top every now and again and again the daylight's kicked out on me by the lumberjacks and he was like no you need to do something bigger than that and I was like oh, <laughs> oh really what do I <laughs> so yeah anyway he taught me around to it 
So he's done this dive, and I'm like, I can't top that. In my head, I'm sat there like, that was nuts. I can't top that. So I'm I've, like... I fully <laughs> Kenny Omega swan dive. It was like, <laughs> I'm about to kill myself and just see everyone's... I, there's a brilliant video of it where I've done it, and the lumberjacks at the back have just got booted in the head. With my foot. <laughs> oh, like, it was... Honestly, if you went, right, do this, like, somersault dive over the top yeah. is how you do it. You just watch that. Like this is exactly how you do it. Perfect. So I obviously don't like. It. I don't like doing a lot of top rope stuff. Not that I don't like doing it. It's just it doesn't really suit me. Like I'm pro- yeah, once you g- gimmick really. Guy. Less, less, less you're doing like yes, a, a, like a Rob Van Dam kick off the top rope or something. Yeah. yeah, but I, I can't stretch my legs that far. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Rob Van Dam was just a whole different kettle of fish. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, got to the top and I am absolutely that the most nervous I've ever been is stood on top of a rope in front of people because I'm like, the only thing I'm thinking of is, and it sounds a bit grim and apologies to anyone, but I'm like, I'm not thinking about hurting anybody else or anything like that. I'm like, if I slip, I'm going to like a right pleb in front of everyone. <laughs> and I can't be doing that. Like, <laughs> I can't be falling here now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So luckily I never fell, but I didn't really stand up either. I just sort of like front rolled off the top. <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking at that back because I put it in like, when I've edited, I think I edited an entrance video for you for Britannia. And I'm looking at it thinking, you never stood up straight. That looks so weird. It's like a turtle. <laughs> uh, literally, I remember being buzzing that I had the confidence to do it. And I looked back at it like a few months ago and I was like, oh, that was so awful. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh my god, why? Don't don't ever do that again. <laughs> and then a few months later, he did it again. Yeah. Stood up that time though, and I did it from an even bigger height, I think. So I was like, okay, yeah. I think I'm did, definitely yeah. not doing that again now. And then I stood up, I landed on a hardwood floor. And your face. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was. Yes. Uh, yes, you sat on my face. <laughs> I tried to get a crowd pop after it, if I remember rightly. And I remember the whole crowd. Instead of looking at me doing uh, like this big dive, everyone just looked at James and was like, hey, Lance. And they were like, oh, my God, is he okay? And I was like, uh-oh, I think I've actually killed someone. <laughs> was stealing your from the Someone for a shoot. <laughs> it's just what I do. I just, I just steal your thunder. I mean, well, yeah. I'm yeah. the thunder stealer, Lance Rivera. <laughs> that, that, yeah, actually, it's got a ring to it. Yeah, probably yeah, true as well. I'm going to start Pretty. using that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, having these 18 months off, it's probably given you time to like rest your body and evaluate what kind of worked well and what hasn't worked well over the last you know, couple of years. So, are you making any tweaks to your character or to your move set now you're back? Uh, I have, yes. Um, Injury-wise, I had a few niggling injuries mm-hmm. with my neck and my knees and stuff like that that I wanted to iron out before I got fully back into it. Uh, Character-wise, uh, the Ronin is yes. its a bit of a multi, multi-bladed multi sword, shall we say. So yes. it kind of steeps off the Japanese history and folklore and all that stuff of Ronin, where they're, they're a, an army to themselves and all this sort of stuff. Yes. Um, it's symbolic in, obviously, name redacted because I have to go now and venture and find other places to do what it is that I want to keep doing, which is pro wrestling. So in order for me to do that, I have to sort of wander away from other places and 
explore, mm-hmm. which is yeah. what a Ronin would do. And also because of my granddad as well. He's obviously a massive influence on not just my name as a pro wrestler, but pan me, uh, the reason why, probably the biggest reason why I got into it in the first place. Oh, amazing. So it's because he's not here anymore. Um, I'm carrying on his name and his lineage. And yeah, so I wanted to tie that all in together into one little little bit of character. Um, I've, see, I'll, I've tried to add a bit more of a, not just a serious edge to it, but there's, mm-hmm. there's other bits at play with me as well because I'm not just this straight forward, like, oh, martial arts dude does wrestling. It's like that. I'm a bit, as as Lance will probably tell you yourself, backstage, I'm a bit of a goof and things like that. So I'm not, I want to try to get that part of me character across as well. So I think training now, I think this segue in nicely. I don't know, but we'll, we'll find out in a sec. Training where I am now has definitely helped me with the trainers that I've got as well because they're trying to help me develop not just the rolling side of it, yeah. but the, the aspect of my character that I'm trying to put in, which is like my personality as a as a human being. So it's it's becoming very much um, a character that it is not just a character that I'd ideally like to be mm-hmm. or like to portray, but something I can really put my own stamp on it and my own uh, personality and my own twist on it as well. So... Yeah, that's pretty much it with regards to the Ronin uh, for the time being, shall we say. <laughs> is it Claw you're training at now? It certainly is, yeah. yeah. Um, it's in Wigan and training under Lizzie Evo and Son of Dursen. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yes, from the clips I've seen on Facebook, it looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> looks like they work you hard. So. Honestly, it's, it's hard graft. They do push you and I respond well to that. So for me, I, I like it. Um, but they'll push you to your limit. They're not just going to try and brutalise you for pushing you to the end's sake. It's it, it's not like that. It's So you can push yourself as well because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have this thing where they, they, they see their own limitations and don't try to push them. They'll get, yeah, to a, they'll get to a certain point. They don't like feeling uncomfortable and, and that's it's not a knock on anyone. It's human nature but when you start to push yourself past that boundary you start to feel uncomfortable and things become harder, that's when you start to, I think you, I think you push yourself more mm-hmm. in order to be able to try and better yourself. So, yeah, it, it, it helps me anyway. I can't speak no, for everyone, but I can speak for myself. That's what's the only way you're going to get better is by pushing yourself to the limit. Well, it ties mm-hmm. in nicely with what we were saying before, with with you telling me to go to the top rope and do something bigger. Yeah, If you, you weren't kind of... to push me, I wouldn't, I would have just sat in my limitations and gone, yeah, there we go, here's a match. I just put it out there rather than actually trying to apply myself and push myself a little bit further. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because if you, if you didn't push yourself as well, I, I would have had to have limited myself as well. Yeah. Because I, I wouldn't have been able to do that big dive because then that would have been a case of, well, I don't want to outshine you. Exactly. And you're going to be the focal point of this. Oh, amazing. Exactly. So exactly. It's, it's, yeah. All so ties in a nice yourself, big ball. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, yeah. It's a package. <laughs> And was it through Claw that you got involved with Superstar Pro? It, it, well, <clears> um, it was the other way around. Um, I was basically looking for a new school and I had a phone call from Dave Faulkner. Um, so Dave being Dave, he's like, oh, and he's talking to you like a million mile an hour. And he's trying <laughs> to keep up with him. And he's, honestly, he's a lovely bloke. Absolutely loved the fellow to pieces. Yeah. Um, but he phoned me up and he was like, listen, uh, I've got an opportunity for you. I don't know whether you wanted to take it or not. So give yourself a couple of days to think about it. But um, we'd like to have you on at Superstar. So doing your Brian Adinson gimmick with the karate and stuff like that. It's going to be very much gimmick based. And it's, it, you know, that we're, we're looking for this style of wrestling that you like to do. And 
all this other good stuff. So I was like, yeah, I'm obviously interested. Um, and then it just snowballed from there. Started at Claw. Knew, obviously, was David told me about going to the Claw. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to learn a bit more catch and things like that, because I really got into catch at the minute and I want to become a better technical wrestler. So I think if I learn a bit more catch, that'll help out. Oh, obviously speak to Dave about that and he's going to help me with that and has. Um, so yeah, that sort of all tied in nicely. So I went to Claw, helped out train and things like that. And yeah, Superstar came alongside it. And now it's it's its own little thing now and it's great. It's good to see. There's loads of kids that have come through Claw that are coming up that are doing great stuff in Superstar that are going to be absolutely everywhere soon. I can pretty oh, much amazing. guarantee that. Yeah, so so from what I've heard, Superstar Pro is kind of like the NXT to TN, uh, TNT wrestling in Liverpool. Is that, is that the right vibe? Um, I mean, originally it wasn't, I'll be honest, it wasn't put forward to me like that. Mm-hmm. But obviously looking at history and, well, what's pretty much gone on, uh, you'd have to say it is. Um, it, for me, it's been a massive opportunity anyway just to get on Superstar alone. But to be able to have, the VIP match with um, Isaac, Isaac North very recently. And then mm-hmm. um, hopefully it gets announced at some point. But yeah, I'll be, be making a few more appearances at TNT. So oh, to, say that, to say that it's, it's the Superstar isn't a feeder for Ignition, I think it'd be wrong to say now. I think yeah, I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, I think that's, that's, the, that's the vibe I'm getting from people who've been talking about it. So, so was um, Isaac North your first match back? At, your first match at... Um, summer, uh, summer Slam Superstar, Super Superstar. <laughs> that your first I wish it was Summer Slam but it wasn't <laughs> quite that um, yeah it was my first match back um, could you have asked honestly, for, like, could, you couldn't have asked like a bigger badder opponent to have as your first match back <laughs> I couldn't have asked for a bigger ass kicking if I tried to be honest um, but me and Isaac have trained with each other for a bit and we, we've worked prior to this yes um, on a very small scale like this is arguably the biggest match that me and him have had in front of like a, a big crowd and things like that. We've done little, we've done like training bits here and there and we've done stuff for what was JFab, I think it's that is it now Paramount? Paramount, yeah. I was gonna say didn't you work him at Paramount? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've worked him at Paramount and things like that. Didn't you have a was it the unification title match together? Was it wrestling sports and wrestling sports and JFab when they kind of merged into yeah, they were yeah. merging to be caught. I think that's where the Paramount thing is now. That's where mm-hmm. they've come together. I think so. Anyway, I'm, don't quote me on it because <laughs> I'm useless with stuff like that. But yeah, it could very well be. Um, but yeah, we've we've worked together before, and we know. I mean, we're good mates, so we know sort of where that line is. So mm-hmm. we know how hard we can hit each other without overstepping that line. Um, like basically, it's like what William Regal says: we hit each other very hard in very safe places. It's like yeah, I don't think you can sum it up better than that. So when you've just seen like what we used to do, pretty, well, pretty much, yeah, we just basically knocked seven bells out of each other and go right. See you on the other side, mate. I know what it's. <laughs> <laughs> I never like, bothered to ask, so I just other, thought we take care of each other at the same time. It's weird. It's so weird to explain. <laughs> <laughs> I to say anything, I never to go, I never bothered to go. Oh, is that all right? I just went. Yeah, do you know what? Bang! <laughs> I'll, give I'll give you credit. You used to do it at the end of the match. Yeah, and that's the it's only time I'm really bothered. If you just felt get really angry, and then you haven't said it at the end of the match, I'll be a bit like, "Oh, hang on, that's a bit solely." <laughs> I just wanted you to get angry when I slapped well, yeah, you in the face because you were hitting me hard enough. 
See, you know I, this, this is the, the common misconception I have is that I hit people. I really don't. I, I'm light as a feather. But I like to think I'm anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, screaming it, screaming at you, going, "Hit me! Come on, hit me!" <laughs> Don't get me wrong. When I did, when I did, yeah. the lights, <laughs> that's a different story. When we, when we started slapping each other, I was like, "Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so, yes!" Every one of them hurt. Like I'd sooner he just fall on me in the head again. But I'd take that every day of the week over a slap. <laughs> so, oh, so slap. never. So, so you must have game of You must have impressed, or well, you both both must have impressed because then you faced off again, as you mentioned in the VIP match, and then you both appeared in the number one contender rumble at Ignition. So. I, I'd like to think so, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I hope I have. But I mean, me and Jay have spoke, um, and he's happy with not just um, not just the performances and things like that, but with with training as well. Because yes. and it, it's I think this is the more humbling thing about it. It's not just about it's not just about that one percent that everybody sees when you're in when you're in the middle of a ring. Mm-hmm. It's the ninety nine percent behind it. It's the the hard work. It's the traveling. It's going to the gym when you really, really, really don't want to. It's eating the chicken and rice that you've prepared from last night because you know you've got to eat something healthy as opposed to just going to Mackey's and shoving mm-hmm. a big back in your grid. Yeah, <laughs> it's all them other little bits that that play into this massive factor of what we do and. It's it's just it's for me anyway. It's really nice to see that someone has took time out of their day just to notice, even if it's ten percent of what I do outside mm-hmm. of the ring, in order for me to get in there. It's lovely to see that, and yeah, like I said, he's he's had nothing but praise for me, and I've got nothing but praise for Superstar and Claw. Oh, amazing! So it's a very nice, very nice little uh, little thing we've got going on. But yeah, hopefully uh, there'll be a good few more dates. Um, for TNT Ignition. And who knows, you might even get to TNT Extreme. Yes. A boy can dream. <laughs> and all that stuff. I was just going to say, just on that, on, on people just noticing like the, the work that you do, it, it's it's great when, when someone just notices it and they just say something. It just, it, I don't know if it's the same for you, Steve, but it just makes your day, doesn't it? It's just like... Yeah, it's it. like, I really do appreciate anyone who's got anything, any sort of feedback about me match, but... Mm-hmm. Like when they've, when the, for example, because I, I do post little bits about me in the gym whenever I'm in there and things like that. Not not a great deal because I'm not the most athletic guy, but I, I do bits so I can do what I want to do in pro wrestling. Um, and, and getting some like feedback from people who are like religiously in the gym and PTs, it's nice to see that because it's like that's not what I'm focusing on. I'm not focusing on the gym or being the strongest dude. I'm focusing on being the best wrestler that I can be. So if I have to go to the gym to get a bit more size on me so I can wrestle better or at a more competent level, then that's why I'm there to do it. Like if I couldn't wrestle anymore, I wouldn't be at the gym. Simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I don't enjoy being there. It's just that my goal is is pro wrestling and doing what I can in that realm. So I have to go to the gym. But it's nice that other people get to notice these little bits and they go, oh, yeah, well done with that. Or well done with like sticking to it and all this stuff. That's That's the bit that I think makes me the like yeah like you said before it makes you happiest like it's just nice to to be acknowledged and appreciated for the hard work you're putting in yeah definitely yeah sapping and dolls it's harley hudson and you're you're listening to broken but glorious see ya right so unfortunately lance has had to leave the course perform one of his playboy pleasure duties but we'll carry on regardless <laughs> so um so the week before um TNT ignition, uh, ignition outrage 
you took on Lance in his return match. Uh, Lance gave his side of the story on the podcast earlier this month. How's your experience with the match? Um, I'd like to say it was a nice, competitive, even match. Uh, it wasn't. Mm. Um, I personally believe I had the better of him, and that's why he uh, decided Definitely. to kick me in the nether regions uh, to get the win. Now, do I blame him? No, because, you know, it was going to be me walking away with that victory. Um, but do I expect more of him? Uh, probably. I thought his views would have changed in terms mm-hmm. of his uh, his offerings to the wrestling world and things like that. But I've, it's been fairly evident to see that he's still the same old Lance. So, you know, more fool me. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'll put, I'll put a, a link to a, a clip of what happened for the people who didn't see it. <laughs> so. Oh, please do. <laughs> so look in the description. Um, so... Um, it was the last time you faced each other like February 19th so he's put on about two stones since then did you feel that during the match that he... um, to be honest yeah he's, 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 he's definitely filled out a lot since the last time I've met him mm. um, he still hits just as hard he's just got a little bit more weight to throw about him now yeah, I'm not definitely. saying it's bad weight it's it's definitely good weight um, oh yeah he's, he's put it on yeah. in all the right places so he's, he's not he hasn't done exactly. fast exactly he's, he's not done, yeah, done a, he's not done a Chris and put two stone on of cake <laughs> or me particularly 15 stone putting lockdown but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he's, he's, he's a big boy now and um, hats off to him he's worked hard and you can tell you can definitely see yes um, definitely fair play to him but I do really want a rematch so I can pan his head in for kicking me in the nethers. <laughs> well, some, yeah, some say that it was a dodgy finish, including uh, Wrestle Island owner Peter Blackums, who's considering reviewing the results. So could this see the start of a possibly a feud over the vacant prospect trophy in the near future? See, now, I don't want to sound salty because that's not me. I'm mm-hmm. not that kind of person at all. But when when a promoter puts out dubious circumstances in a tweet and then announces the person who is responsible for the dubious circumstances as being part of the show yes that doesn't sit well with me to be completely honest Uh, Mm. so pete and jody this clock's ticking now i need to get announced and i hope i get announced against lance because i need to uh yeah i'm not happy about how that went down so i want to try and um, settle that score shall we say (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait to be properly, properly back at the island and you know, in Birkenhead. So, oh. Don't get me wrong. Pulling pulling out of uh, cafe for one second, absolutely mm-hmm. loved being back at the island in yeah. whatever capacity it can be in. It was a great show. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, but in, yeah. in front of an island crowd is absolutely nothing like it. Like, I remember mm-hmm. making my debut in that six man match. And yes. The roof came off the place. It was nuts. And it, honestly, it's still one of the fondest memories I've got of wrestling. Yeah, it's a, it was it was a great, great match. It, it was, it was so, <laughs> it was so good. It was all over the shop, that match, but it was like, not saying it in a bad way at all. Yeah, uh, it, it was fun. It was like, fun. <laughs> everywhere. It was like, yeah, I mean, we watched it. I we watched it, it. And I was trying to keep my head on a swivel. <laughs> <laughs> we watched it again recently. It was, it's on uh, YouTube, the whole show, if some people want to go have it. Um, oh, Christmas something. That's an island Christmas. Christmas invasion. Christmas invasion. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, so, yeah, I'll link it in the description again. <laughs> so if you want to go watch it. To be honest, the titles are that good with Wrestle Island shows that it's like, I, I'm like, 
how the hell did you come up with that? And then I try and remember it. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, me and, me and memory aren't their best friends. So <laughs> I asked Peter, he just, he's just whatever's popular in like a popular meme at the time he tends to use. So <laughs> he has got his finger on the pulse. So I'll give him that because mm-hmm. every time it's like spot on. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to be back there on the 19th. There should be some great matches. <laughs> All right, then, um, so last Saturday, you took on Mark Billington at Superstar Pro. Very different opponents that Isaac North. How did you find this match? Uh, I mean, it's been a while since I've got to do some sort of technical wrestling. And yes. naturally, me being the, the size and stature I am, I want to learn more about the technical side. So to be given an opportunity to face, arguably, I'd say, one of the best technical wrestlers in the country, uh, yes, in Mark, uh, as well as his brother Tom as well. Both great lads who train really, really hard at Claw. Um, it was, it was a they're both, they're both so good and I can't believe really, yeah. God knows how good, good they're going to be when they get a bit older because they're in the early 20s I can't remember if it's the late teens early 20s they're not Literally very old at all. 20 and 18 yeah and <laughs> they are just going to get up. they're mm. going to get even better and it's honestly it, and I don't say this to blow smoke or anything like that but it was an honour wrestling against them yeah. especially with the lineage they've already got in terms of wrestling anyway it's a uh, yeah, it, it really was. It was a really good experience uh, for for me personally. Anyway, um, <laughs> you'd have to see Mark about that. But, like, he thinks about it, but I personally really enjoyed it. Uh, the two cracking lads, and I wish them nothing but the best in the future. But yeah, they were. Um, yeah, that was that was a, a match. I'm personally, I think I'm quite proud of. I know it was only a short match and mm-hmm. things like, that, but the, the things we got to do because I usually get paired against people who are big hitters and the, the bigger dudes and things like. That. So for me to get someone who's more my size and stature, I'd say, um, yes. to be able to do the technical aspect of wrestling, which is something I want to learn and develop more. Yeah, I, I can't thank everyone enough for that. So yeah, I was really happy with it. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait for it to be on. I think it's going to be on fight soon, so I'll have to watch it. So Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, I hope they put it on Facebook because the whole... That they put the last whole last show on Facebook. And I, yeah, I could stream it to Natalie. So I'm sorry, that's, I can't that's say for with a hundred percent certainty or not, but I've heard that they are going to do it. Oh, amazing! Again, I don't hold me to it, but yeah. I think they are. I'm, I'm, yeah, don't hold me to it though. <laughs> if it doesn't happen, it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got um. As I say, I was at OPW on Saturday, and I got a lift home from James Greenwood who refereed both shows and he said the superstar show was a lot of fun and it was yeah it's well worth a watch when it comes on oh yeah absolutely it's 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 a nice little family friendly show yeah with some cracking wrestling in it as well that that's exactly what you want yeah every match looked amazing yeah so i think uh, yeah. it's one of them cards where i've, I've interviewed 90 percent of the roster <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <so> <laughs> I like it. you know them all <laughs> That was the fun thing about being backstage at OPW. I was like, it's my, it was all my Facebook friends and all the and, and the people you might know <laughs> all across the bar. One room. In one room. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice meeting. Yeah, there's a lot of people I've only like met through interviewing them, but I've never met them in person. So it was it was really nice to meet them in person. A lot of them. So it was really fun. Yeah. 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 So, uh, kind of breaking news live on the podcast. So, TNT Ignition have just announced that you have been selected by Simon Miller and Big Guns Joe to be their partner against Synergy and Shreddy on the 29th of August. Yes. As all eyes on me, TNT's next show. Oh, 
was that set good you know now like Simon Miller's good luck charm after rubbing each of his heads and didn't rumble. <laughs> so. uh, I mean, I, I, I'll I'll take that. Yeah, I'm happy <laughs> with it. Uh, we both punched Gene Money in the face exactly at the same time as each other. Yes. So I think there's some sort of um, bold connection, if you will, between me and Simon Miller. And now naturally, obviously, I'm not as big as him because uh, he is. If you've ever he's, met he's Simon big. Miller, he's person, not bigger than I thought. He's, he looks- a- He's big. <laughs> like, he looks big on camera, and then you meet him in person, and it's like, whoa, okay, you are, <laughs> yeah, you're okay, you are really big. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, um, we were backstage at that show for Ignition. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about weightlifting, because I, I, I started taking training a little bit more seriously and learning a little bit more um, mm-hmm. about weight training and things like that um, from watching some of his videos. Um which I said to him, and obviously him being a very humble chap, was uh, very dismissive of it, and oh no, that's rubbish. But oh, he knows a little bit more than I do, so naturally I'm going to go and listen to someone who knows more about something than I do. Um, so anyway, I, I told him on that, and he was giving me some tips and advice, and I was like, just out of curiosity, how much, I know it's a really gym-head question, and <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I wouldn't class myself as a gym head guy sort of mm-hmm. thing. But he's like, how much can you lift? And he told me his he told me his numbers and I was like, oh my oh, days, wow. that is that is <laughs> ridiculous. Like I'll put it this way, pretty much everything's in triple digits. And it's like, Wow. How how on God's green earth? <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like uh, I mean, my squat isn't too bad, but then mm-hmm. he told me how how much he can squat and mine's like a warm up for him. It's like this, wow. <laughs> this is not normal. <laughs> yeah, because so I'm, like, I'm okay, what Cole Chase. Really yeah, because he does those videos by himself. You've got no frame of reference to see how big he is. You know he looks big on in the videos, but seeing him live, he's just like wow. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like you, you don't really have a frame. Of, I mean, you can obviously tell that he goes to the gym and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's not like a, not like a massive surprise. But then you see him in real life, and it's like, oh my days! Like you are actually huge. Yeah, you see him like <laughs> I'm like, just glad he's on my team. <laughs> yeah, against like the synergy guys, it's like because they're, they're monsters. But yeah, Simon's equivalent. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, obviously doing bits with them in the rumble. Um, yeah. I was laying my forearms into each and every single one of Synergy and Shreddy on the back, and they—they yeah. they were like it was like a paintbrush on a piece of paper. It was like it was nothing. So I think I'm gonna have to get on a really high protein diet and try and either blow myself out to become absolutely hench, or yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to think of a game plan quick because, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really, I've really made up for this though. Cannot yeah. wait. Three, so three great, great opponents. So you can't definitely you could ask for two best partners as well. So <laughs> exactly. I mean, one Simon Miller, the other one's Big Good Show. Like I'm mm-hmm. safe fans. Yeah, I'm definitely. all good. Um, so apart from uh, all eyes on me, where else can people see you in the near future? Uh, well, if uh, everything goes to plan, which you know, I've got Big Good Show and I've got Simon Miller, you're yeah. going to be seeing me a lot. In, a, in TNT Ignition so there's going to be a few shows coming up for Ignition oh, you're going to see me in Superstar Pro Wrestling you are going to see me at Wrestle Island coming in September the 19th I think it is second yeah, timeline 19th is the next um, Superstars the 4th of September I think I think that's right yeah, yeah. Superstars yeah. the 4th uh, mm-hmm. and then you are going to see me in October for Hybrid Wrestling Association yes. in Warrington yeah, hopefully we're going to have um, Lee, the owner, on in early September. So, and with um, Tommy Jackson. So, 
Fingers crossed. Yeah. So should be fun. Both, <laughs> both nice chaps, both lovely fellas. Uh, very much looking forward to hybrid though. That's the that's what I'm. Yeah, I, I'm very much excited about. I think my martial arts background will play really nice into to what they're looking for in terms of wrestling. Oh, please. Right, so, uh, <clears throat> so we go slightly serious for a sec. So, um, the speaking out, out moving happens last year. So, how are you hoping Brit Rest will be different now it's returned? Uh, for me personally, uh, I obviously I sympathise with the people that have had to go through the hardships that they've had mm-hmm. to face uh, through speaking out. Some of the things that you've seen on social media and things like that are absolutely disgusting. Definitely should never happen to to anyone, irrespective of personal beliefs or anything anything like that just shouldn't happen um yeah that week or so after the at the end of june last year i just couldn't get off twitter just felt just like engrossed by all these horrible stories just like it's like oh it was soul destroying mm. it was uh like this there's people that i account that what i count personally as very close friends of mine yeah and knowing things that have happened to them in this speaking out movement uh don't doesn't really sit right with me uh, as a per- as a person. This is a shoot. This isn't Brian anymore mm-hmm. for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's the fact of that I, me as a person, I know I'd do anything to look after the people I deem closest to, and the fact that these things happened to them and they stayed stayed quiet for whatever reason or another, and showed immense amount of strength to be able to keep going to these places that these things have happened to. Mm-hmm. in order to try and further themselves and better themselves, when in actual fact, these things never should have took place, ever. No, definitely. Um, I have the utmost respect for them. I really do. Um, so my view on British wrestling, that it, it is getting better. Um, at least I personally think there is anyway. There's, there's, Does it feel there's so many good Sorry. people. Sorry. Um, it, for me, it feels different, yeah. Like, yeah. for example, when I was on... Um, on TNT and things like that, I've had to sign waivers and prove DBS checks that I can't perform unless I've hit these certain things. Oh, wow. um, and, and I think that should be enforced. Me personally, I think it should be enforced in every promotion because there's definitely there's so many brilliant, bright, young talents in British wrestling, in wrestling as, as, a, as a whole, that need protecting. Um, and I think the best way to do that is to be able to safeguard as much as we can. Now, am I saying that it's impossible for people to slip through the cracks? No. But if we put as many limitations on it as we can, we're going to limit what we get through. Mm-hmm. Now, for me personally, all I want, because I know that I've got a limited clock when it comes to British wrestling and things like that, is that I want to be able to leave whatever scene it is that I am in, whether it's British wrestling, whether it's wrestling abroad or whatever, I want to be able to leave a positive impact on it and I want to leave it in a better and safer place for the next generation of talent that's coming through. Yeah, definitely. I don't care about signing for big companies and any because it probably won't ever happen. I'd like it to, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It is what it is. But I want to be able to give these people, these young, exceptional talents, the best platform that they can have to be able to get into the business and be safe and work in this business. That's 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 my goal for British wrestling anyway. Yeah, definitely. I don't think we could be a, a bad promotion or a bad trainer school these days to, to following the speaking out move. I don't think you'll, um, well, as, even, as, a, as wrestlers, you'd even accept it. It's like, so, even when, like, when um, we won't mention the promotion, but when Harley Hudson got uh, 
sacked in inverted commas for being insubordinate, and then the whole roster just left yeah. the promotion. That was, oh. I've never been so proud of. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of Harley anyway. She knows mm. that she's an absolutely cracking, cracking young girl. Uh, well, young woman. Sorry, I do apologise. Um, she's absolutely cracking female. She works her absolute tail off to mm. to push herself to be better than what she is. For then someone to say that she's insubordinate is for, a, for sorry, asking about I, a safeguarding. That's all she was asking about. Yeah, it's like that is ridiculous. If that, if that, irrespective of gender or anything like, if that person feels unsafe, they've got a right to be able to ask what the measures are in order to feel protected and safe in that yeah. environment. There's nothing wrong with that. I, personally, I, I don't know the ins and outs of it. It's, it's not my um, nothing to do with me personally, but. I think that if you're asking a question and that person decides to get rid of you for whatever reason it is, hmm. sorry, but you've got to look at the you've got to look at the other person. You've got to look at the promoter who's That's trying right. to get rid of the talent, not the other way around. The talent's asked a valid question, and if you're trying to sweep them out of the door, something not right with that promotion, as far as I'm concerned. So I've never been so proud of a roster just by backing our hall up. There's, it's awesome. Yeah, definitely, it's based. <laughs> yeah, because now, now he has to go. No, not being funny. God, sorry. I was going to say, now, now he's, he, can't, he basically can't book anyone from the Northwest. I think he's had to go to like Scotland and down south. So God knows what his expenses are going to be like <laughs> after this first show. I mean, so. it's a dear do that. but I, And this isn't knocking the talent either. Are they are they taking less money to be able to perform down here? Thinking yeah. that they're going to be able to break out into the Northwest scene or mm. into the English scene because of it. And it's like, have they been, what have they been told? Yeah. How far down the rabbit hole do we, do we go or? Anything like I mean, personally, I couldn't work for that promotion after the way Harley was treated. Just isn't happening. Um, but then you look at it one way, and then you look at it the other way. Now look at where she is. She's absolutely smashing it all over the place. Yeah, she's popped up in more promotions than Softpot, and it's like, well, is this sort of a blessing in disguise for her because she's now on TNT? She's debuting at Wrestle Island. Yes, she's right. on Fight for Honor. She's on. All yeah. these other cracking promotions that are coming up. So who's to say that she's not going to be absolutely blowing up in progress in the next few years? Yeah, her, her, match, against, uh, yeah, her match against Tommy uh, Jackson at Wrestle Island was amazing. That was a great debut. Um, she was on the... Considering also, that was a cold crowd as well. Yeah. Oh, she did, she had all them little girls in the palm of her hand by the end of that match. They all loved her. She's about the biggest pop of that day. I was like, oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, and uh, yeah, then she was on the she was the VIP match at um, TNT Extreme, the the all women's um, show. Yeah, and then she was in the number one contenders match at Ignition with you. So it's like oh, I think she's been at every nearly every show I've been at the last couple of weeks. <laughs> she yeah, uh, she suplexed me out of my shoes. Like my family were at uh, the Ignition Rumble, obviously yeah. cheering me on. Harley suplexes me, and she gets a massive pop. Yes. From my family, I'm like, cheers, cheers, thanks, guys. You're were, they, were, were, they, were they the ones in the booth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah they were, I think they were loud all, all the whole show. So. Oh, they, they never stop. That's why I bring you, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, before we go, do you want to promote any social media you have? Uh, yeah, so um, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as Brian Adenson. On Twitter, you're looking for Brian Adenson one or Ishiban. Yes, and I'll put, I'll put all links in the description below the interview. Um, have you got any merch you want to promote? Or, or you're just, you're just, I just, do just... actually have merch, yes. 
I have got merch. Um, I've been trying to ship it for a while. So if anyone wants to buy any, uh, get in touch. I do have it to sell. Uh, I'll sort you any size out. It doesn't matter. Just uh, get in touch and I will sell you something. Cool. Why don't, why don't wrestlers have kid sizes? Oh, Isaac always wants a wrestling t-shirt, but he, you know, he's six, so he can't fit in a small man's. So. <laughs> See, I th- this, is, this is a point, because I initially was looking when I got this, when I got my original t-shirts done. Yeah. Uh, it's still available on sale. DM for sizes and pricing. Um, when I got the original <laughs> T-shirts done, I was looking at selling them for kids, but because the kids stuff, you can't really buy T-shirts. Oh, that's okay. Like bulk buy plain T-shirts of kids T-shirts. Well, I couldn't find any anyway. So I was like, well, the next best option is get like really small, small men's. Oh, that's okay. And see if that works. Yeah. <laughs> but then obviously... If you did like a bulk order, you get X amount of small, X amount of medium, X amount of large, and so on. Yeah, definitely. So obviously, when we done the bulk order, I'd got an X amount in different sizes and stuff. Uh, before. Why not? In case. Cool. <laughs> okay, you can also find. Um... <laughs> yeah, that's because my girlfriend keeps asking me why the wrestlers do kids sizes when they're at family shows. I was like, well, I don't know. I'll ask one someone. <laughs> um, you can also find. Um... Right, it's a great question. Mm-hmm. No, it's right. if, it's, if it's just too expensive, then it's too expensive. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Okay. Let's, we got, yeah, always find a designer, just put it on one himself. I'm sure he'd love it. So. <laughs> um, yeah, you can also buy um, BBG Wrestling t shirts at uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, and there's, uh, there's the Pro Wrestling, the BBG logo and the Grapple Arcade logo. So check them out. Um, yeah, if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling, and our website is bbgwrestling.com. And yeah, I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. Always a pleasure, mate. Uh, gladly come on again soon.